0: Welcome back all you ghost schools and things that go bump in the night. There's an exciting first happening today on the Haunted Horror Story and If you guys remember a few weeks ago, we had a story sent in by a man named John about him and his girlfriend Steph and Steph had gone missing. I'm really excited to announce that John has sent us an update. Are you ready to hear it? All right, without further ado, here's the next part of John's story. I saw something on Map Crunch. I was almost arrested. I'm sorry this is getting to you so late. I wanted to update as soon as I could. However, after I got stopped by the police, I was swiftly taken in for the kidnapping of my girlfriend, Steph. Everything went pretty crazy, so now I'm just trying to get my story straight in my head. I guess it would be best to start from where we left off, in the hotel. I looked out the window to see if I could see where they'd gone, but there was nothing. Cars drove by like normal, people walked the streets absentmindedly, and the hustle and bustle of everyday life seemed not to have stopped, even for a moment. I began to hyperventilate again, but forced myself to breathe normally. I began to look around the room for evidence as to where she could be. Her phone, wallet, and keys were all still in the room with me, as well as an overnight bag she'd packed before we left the house yesterday. Without anything to go on, I looked to my phone to call the police again. The notification that my location was being tracked was still visible on my phone and without thinking I pressed it an image of a grid popped into my phone each square slowly being filled in by chunks of photographed earth I was about to slip the phone back into my pocket when I noticed there was a dot slowly sliding across the screen northwards Steph's watch I began shaking with anticipation gathered up our belongings paid at the front desk and struck out towards the watch as fast as I could. Perhaps too fast. Before I got to even a quarter mile of Steph, red and blue lights shone behind me. Heart sinking, I pulled over and rolled down my window. I began thinking of what I should tell the cops. They wouldn't believe some eight-foot humanoid creature stole Steph from me and no one noticed. That would only raise suspicion towards me, and every moment I was away from Steph was a moment she got further away. "'What's the rush?' "'Hey, I know you,' the cop said, approaching my window. I recognized him as one of the officers responding to my home last night. "'Hello, officer. Sorry about that,' I said, still desperately trying to think of something to say. "'Well, we stayed at your house. We thought we saw someone enter, but when we went in, nothing.' should be safe to return to if you haven't already say where's your missus he leaned down to peer in the back and passenger seat and made a motion to his partner to do something his hand was out of sight behind the door so i'm not sure what she's uh think think now she's gone i think the stalker from yesterday took her that's where i was going actually her phone was left but the stalker didn't take her watch off it's on my map, see? I picked up and showed the map screen to the officer. The dot had stopped moving and seemed to be staying over a certain area in the forest. The officer looked at me suspiciously and flicked his chin at his partner, signaling him to get back in the car. All right, Mr. Smith, you drive and we'll follow you with the lights on. Go. He turned on his heel and ran back to his car. Frankly, I wish I'd started with that if this was going to be his response. I floored the gas pedal and we sped off towards the watch's presumed location. After 30 minutes of driving, we finally got to where we had to get out of our cars and walk, well, run, on foot. We ran for a few minutes and I seemed to be right on top of the dot on my phone. There, on the ground, lay her watch, necklace, in what looked like a tooth. The cops changed gears quickly, calling in backup and walking me back to the cars. They asked me if I could accompany them back to the station. I don't exactly remember saying yes, but nonetheless was shuffled into the back of the cop car without another word, handcuffs on. Honestly, I don't remember the ride, the walk into the interrogation room, or even sitting down. My memory begins when the detective loudly slid the chair out from under the table and sat in front of me, looking at me but not saying anything. He'd read me the Miranda rights and told me that I wasn't under arrest, and then asked, What can you tell me? He leaned back in his chair and stared at me, looking very concerned. Honestly, I'm not sure. I can tell you what I believe happened, but... I don't really think I even understand what actually happened. He creased his eyebrows at this statement and leaned towards me. Then tell me what you believe happened, Mr. Smith. All right. I told him everything and explained that I too thought that this was somehow a stalker who used the locations of our cell phones to track us. That this stalker picked us up when I used that site And he used some weirdly photoshopped images of our town to scare us, and then made his brazen assault last night. I told him about my Uber, the username of the driver, the name of the hotel, as well as the room number, and everything leading up to us getting pulled over by the cops. He told me he thought I had murdered Stephanie murdered her have you not been listening to what i just said i restrained myself from standing but became as animated as i could without getting up you see when we heard the phone call from dispatch it sounded like she said her husband was attacking her then all of a sudden she goes missing and you just happen to be the last person to see her i'm not accusing you mr smith but i'm warning you all avenues will be walked And we will find out what happened to her it'll make you look all the more better if you went ahead and admitted it now i did not kill my girlfriend i put emphasis on the word girlfriend as a way to dispel his accusation of her husband attacking her you know what i know you have no evidence of this i want a lawyer and i want to leave you want a lawyer "'You know this will make it look worse than if you just talked to us, right?' "'I want a lawyer, Mr... Todd. "'My name is Detective Isaac Todd.' "'The detective stood and walked out of the room, "'and shortly after, two officers came and took me to my vehicle. "'It was not lost on me that one stared at me out of the corner of his eye with disdain. "'As I got into my car, the feeling of overwhelming fear... Anger and disgust settled the pit I called my stomach. I drove home, mostly on autopilot, trying to figure out how to get Steph back now that I had the state to deal with. After pulling into my driveway and walking to my door, I almost failed to notice the sticky note with a name and number written on it hanging off of my door. On the back was a short note which read, I know you didn't kill or harm her. Call me. I'll help you find her. The name was James Shurls. I called him shortly after getting home while putting a microwave pizza in the oven. Hello was all I got out before James interrupted me. Mr. Smith? His deep accent caught me off guard, but nonetheless I stuttered out a yes. Good. I assume you have no idea what it was that took your girlfriend, right? That's right, I said, pulling out of the pizza oven for an early breakfast at 5 p.m. Can you describe the attacker? He flipped through a notebook and paused. White polo, khaki pants, black tennis shoes, brown hair, and a wallet with a chain on it. Really tall, and his arms and legs seemed too long, he finished for me. I heard the sigh over the phone before he continued. I've heard of this bastard before. Mr. Polo shirt, I've dubbed him. Don't know much about him, but now that I've got a fresh case, I think I can find him. You've heard of this guy before? I stared at my untouched pizza slowly getting colder, holding on to his every word. Yeah, I've heard of him. Last time I got a tip about him, the scene was... gory. Apparently, the guy he went after tried to shoot him. I don't know what he thought it would do, but at least he tried. His blood was all over the walls, but no body. As he said this, the hair on the back of my neck stood up. I froze, pizza slice in hand, with the topping slowly sliding off. James was saying something I couldn't hear. I looked slowly over at my computer screen. The screen was still on, across the hall in the other room. John? John! James was yelling from the other side of the phone. I couldn't reply. I was busy staring at the shadow in the corner of the room. A shadow dropped something on the floor, climbed out the window, his tall body facing away from me. I stared at it in horror as it stood there, until it sprinted off into the distance. The phone rang in my hand. It was James' number. I answered with a hello, and James let out a sigh. I thought something happened. Is everything all right? Yeah, but uh, no, something did happen. I walked over to the window and closed it, and looked on the floor to find the item left behind by the creature. What? What happened? He was in a state of calm panic, that's honestly the best way I can describe it. He came back, and he left something. John, don't touch it. I'm on my way. Try not to sleep tonight. Wait for me to get there. Sleep. Ha. As if. All right. I won't. I stayed my hand from touching the leather surface of the object he dropped. I hadn't even realized that I was leaning in to pick it up until now. What did that thing drop, John? I heard a car door slam and a vehicle crank to life in the background. He dropped. his wallet. And that, dear listeners, is all of the update that John sent us this time. John, if you can hear us, please let us know what happens next. I hope this James guy helps you find Steph. Listeners, do you have any advice for John? Have you ever seen anything like this? If so, go ahead and send me an email at hauntedhorrorstorian at gmail.com or find me on Facebook at Podcast, and leave me a message on there. Until next time, friends. Stay spooky. And remember, sometimes it's more than just a story.